The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. From Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind, this is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, a snow leopard gets COVID. Uh, also, beware of acid-spitting scorpions in Texas. Don't refrigerate your watermelon. Wacky but true news. Uh, dental hygiene tips. The egg McMuffin is fifty. And uh, Mindy, what are you, what are you sharing? Oh my gosh! You know, I actually forgot. You forgot what you were. Oh, sharing. I know what it is. You forgot what you were sharing. Yeah. Hmm. It's a doctor's six-step routine hmm. for an awesome day. Oh, nice. Thanks, doctor. Uh, we'll <laughs> see if it works. Uh, welcome those listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. Of course, this is not live. We, we said we do it Friday. We're doing it Saturday because we just don't care. Well, we care, but we're just doing it when we feel like we can, you know? Well, we, we had a lot going on right now. Yeah, it was a nice chill day yesterday. I worked. You didn't uh, today. Uh, I worked. And I didn't. So, you know, this is yeah. one of those things. We're working at, I'm working five days. So that means Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, you're 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 prepping. I am prepping. Yeah, you're you're doing some some time flexing. Were you were you even busy at all today? Interesting. I was busy, but I was busy uh, yeah, I had a few things too. I had a few customers. But um I had to uh, uh work on a project. <clears throat> on a Saturday. On a Saturday. Yep. All right. Well, uh, it is Saturday. It's been a little warm. Um, and, uh, muggy yeah, it's warm. Really, not really muggy. We're, we're going to know muggy soon. We're going we're yeah. to be going to Florida and it's, uh, that's muggy. We're going to know that soon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about 80% humidity. We feel muggy when it's 20%. I know. We're like, oh my God, it's oh, so I muggy know. and it's not muggy. <laughs> but hot, you know, normal, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary mm-hmm. for us here. But I hope you guys had a wonderful week. Uh, let's get right in. Let's get right in because we got tacos it. calling us after this. We do. And I want to sit and watch the um, final round of the men's gold medal uh, golf. Nice. I want to see who wins. Uh, currently, one of the U.S. guys is in first. So I have all the gymnastics taped, but I have not yet watched it. Yeah, who cares? Right. Alrighty then. Yeah, who cares about that? Um, oh, by the way, I want to mention that David and I last weekend recorded a Poor Decisions. It is not on your favorite podcatcher, but it is on our website. I created a page for it. I uploaded it to that. Uh, I will eventually get around to uh, submitting it to all the podcatchers. I just didn't have time to do it, uh, and I, but I will do that. So check it out. Go to our website, and it's right there. Poor decisions. Click it and uh, go ahead and listen. It was about an hour long conversation. We sat out back and smoked some cigars and had some uh, whiskey, and uh, talked about a lot of different things. I don't know if it's that interesting or not to you all, but it, we had a good time and we enjoyed the conversation. So check it out. All right, check this out. Uh, an unvaccinated snow leopard at the San Diego Zoo, has contracted COVID-19, Mindy. Oh, boy. Caretakers noticed that Rommel, a nine-year-old male snow leopard, had a cough and runny nose on Thursday. Uh, Later, two separate tests of his stool, that's his poop, Mindy, (laughs) uh, confirmed the presence of the coronavirus. Rommel is not showing additional symptoms, but because he shares an enclosure with a female snow leopard and two Amur leopards, the staff assumes they have been exposed. As a result, the animals were quarantined and their exhibit was closed. It's unclear how Ramil got infected. Probably a human sneezed on Ramil. Probably someone someone that actually had it and, you know, wasn't it, uh, didn't it come from? uh, No, it came from the lab, but... I don't know. I don't know the, the facts, but well, weird I, that it can be transmitted to a, a, well, it can be a, transmitted a snow to, leopard. To both, I believe. Human and, and animal. That is weird. Shouldn't shouldn't Which be shouldn't be, shouldn't be the case. We should we should all dogs should have their illnesses and we should have our own. They should not I should I should never come down with parvo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I do know that. Yeah. You yeah. don't need you foaming at the mouth. Ugh. You're already doing well, Parvo that. Is, is Parvo foaming at the mouth? Well, they get, they, yeah. It Are changes. you mixing rabies or in Parvo? Because they're two different no, things. No, Parvo, they get really sick and they Most do. die. Mo- most die from Parvo. Yeah, they get they get diarrhea and throw up and it's mm-hmm. pretty bad. Anyway, um, so I feel bad for that snow leopard. Hopefully it's okay and it can go back to work soon. You know, hopefully it got like a 14 day, 14 days off from the zoo, you know, cause <laughs> yeah, you it know, needs a break. And, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Ben, a uh, big Ben national park in Texas is a warning of acid spraying whip scorpions. Mindy acid spraying. Whoa. Never heard of them in a Facebook post. The park said the summer rains bring vinegar runes out of their burrows in search for food and love and love. Ooh, vinegaroons are about three inches long. We have them out here, actually, yep. uh, are nocturnal and can't see very well. The critters are relatively benign unless you happen to annoy them. The scorpions can pinch with their heavy mouth parts and can shoot a spray made of 85% acidic acid and primary, primarily uh, and the primary component uh, vinegar. Didn't I did not know that was a reality. You know what I used to, you know, the old fable for me, when I saw them, my parents would say, if you get bit by one, you're going to, you're going to taste vinegar for weeks. Really? Why'd you tell me that? Why are you lying to me? Where did you get that from? Dad, mom. I've also heard that. It's like an urban legend. It's not real. It's not true. You don't think it is? No, no. Uh, anyway, they can they spray that vinegar from the base of their whip to protect themselves. The whip scorpions hunt millipedes, scorpions, crickets, cockroaches. Oh, I could we could use some vinegar runes out here. Yeah. Our, our backyard, dude, man. When you leave, oh, first of all, <clears throat> the pool. They like to come down and 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 hang out at the pool when we're at night when we're in bed. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, I've got all those water brugs, a.k.a. cockroaches. They're just the big ones, you know, mm-hmm. and they're all in our fucking pool. So our pool kills a lot of them, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but man, when I walk blue out to go to the bathroom at night, they're everywhere. Oh, I know. It's just In awful. the backyard, way in the back. And you can tell and where like, our oh, bug guy so sprays creepy. because they end up belly up, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, he does a great job. And they're not in our home, which is what you, where you don't want them. Yeah. Uh, we never see them in our home, but in the backyard, you see them. And, and you'll be sitting out there, and it's like one of those things where you'll ha- if you have people over, you're hanging out, and it gets a little bit dark, and it gets maybe past 9, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. The night they the start dead. coming out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that one's creeping around by Mindy's foot, you know? Oh, God. I hate them. Yeah, they're gross. And I walk out there in my flip-flops, in my flops, and <clears throat> I, I, I I don't want them touching me. I was putting a chair together uh, the other night, and I was on the ground, and then I just happened to catch my eye, and one ran across the, the, the back porch. I was like, ooh. Ugh, I hate them. Where's you know, my flies water? It's the heat, you know, the, the hot, hot sort of, especially humid weather. So we're going to Florida and, and one of the things we're warned of there is obviously the humidity. People say it's miserable. Um, and then the bugs, the bugs is a big thing. So I, I know that mosquitoes are a big thing, but I wonder if they have the same, you know, those water bugs like, like we do mm-hmm. probably do. We'll see. We'll find, we'll find out. out soon enough. We'll have a flashlight. So watermelon, right? You, you cut it up and then you put it in your fridge and it's a delightful cold treat, mm-hmm. right? I like it cold. Right. So I'm interested in what you have to say about this. The ice cold watermelon may be refreshing, but it can be less nutritious than watermelon served at room temperature. So nutrition is what they're focusing on here. Mm-hmm. Scientists, scientists say... Uh, that watermelon stored at room temperature delivers more nutrients than refrigerated melons. Whole watermelons stored at 70 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about room temperature in air-conditioned buildings, have substantially more nutrients. Hmm. So if you're worried about nutrients, uh, then eat your watermelon at room temperature. If you don't care and just want a refreshing treat, like me, then go ahead and do what you were doing before <laughs> right. and put it in your fridge. Uh-huh. Plus, if you keep things at room temperature, they go bad faster. Yeah, they do. And I don't really, I'm not really down with that. 
no. things going bad. I don't even like my bread sitting out on the counter. It's got to be in the refrigerator as well. Why? That's I, not that's not great. It's just because when not so much in the winter, but in the warmer temps you'll see me stuffing it in the refrigerator because it it will go bad faster. What do you put on your tacos? Oh my gosh. You got tacos on your brain. I huh? do. Yeah. Uh, well, I usually start with um, a layer of either beans or meat. You have on a the system, bottom. right? You, I do. you do it the same way every time. I do. Me, it's different every time. I usually will do the beans because then the meat sticks in the beans, right? Beans kind of hold the whole bottom together. And yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like the glue. And then I have to have lettuce on the top, and it's got to be shredded in so bite size. So it's beans, meat, lettuce. Uh huh. Beans, meat, lettuce. Then I need um, to put the sauces on, on the sides. So we'll do one side with uh, sour cream, the other side with ketchup. Mm, gross. And then, <laughs> and then I like black olives and a lot of cheese. Okay, that's pretty good. That's and then, good. then that, that stuff sticks because now you got your sauce on the sides of the tacos. How many tacos are you going to have tonight? Oh, probably three. Yeah. Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, like say that again. And then you do... You do cheese. We call them cheesies, which is cheesy. Well, it's gringo. Yeah, they're the they're. Uh, it's ba- a quesadilla. It's corn, basically. It's corn tortilla, uh, but it's sliced, fried with with <laughs> one half slice of uh, of that um, fake wh- cheese. Fake cheese. What what is that? What is the name of that cheese? Um, it's just American. Yeah. So what I do is and try this at home. We make two a piece typically. So tacos are messy. They start to fall apart, especially when you like to put a lot of shit in them, which I like to do. So I put the two of them back to back because they're they're cut in half. Mm -hmm. So it's like a full tortilla and it it catches all the the taco Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, I call it second taco. (laughs) Second, yeah. It's second taco because it gets dribbled all over it. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm, look at all this goodness on my uh, cheesy. Oh, so tonight it. we're going to try something a little different because for Christmas or for my birthday, I can't remember, I got the um, taco holders. Oh, nice. So we're going to try that. Oh, I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. It'll help for loading your it taco. Will. Exactly. I like it. All right, cool. Uh, I, I'll, after this, I'll tell you guys what I put on my tacos. <laughs> no, you should. Okay. Yeah. You don't want me to say, you want me to say it now? Mm-mm. I'll, I'll say it after this. We'll leave people hanging because they, they you know, they want to hear what I'm putting on my tongue. Oh, yeah, yours is disgusting. Oh, boy. A Colorado guy high on something decided to get high. He was already high. So he was high on something already. And he, and he decided to get high in a Home Depot by... Cl- oh, get high in a Home Depot. I get it. By climbing up to the hardware store's rafters. Oh, wow. Boy. But that wasn't as uh, big to die that that but that wasn't his big ta-da moment. Once he got to the rafters, he lit his lighter beneath the sprinkler system. <laughs> oh, great. The sheer force of the water pressure blew him off the beam. <gasps> wow. Police later arrested him. There was a video, I guess. Oh, wow. A colony of badgers is causing problems at a graveyard in England. The black and white mammals are living and breeding at Tweedmouth Cemetery, resulting in graves being dug into and gravestones being covered in mud. But the animals are protected by law, meaning it is difficult to banish them from the area. There's one family which has had a relative's grave disturbed on 18 out of the last 21 days. Damn. Wow. Pesky little bees. They don't care. They don't know why all this wonderful grass is here. Right. Like, oh, this is cool. Uh, in Germany, a guy was released from jail after serving time for theft. He walked out of the jail and promptly stole a police officer's bicycle and rode away. He didn't get very far before he was arrested. By the way, <clears throat> today I watched that show Heist mm-hmm. that was recommended by David and Stephanie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it good? 
Yeah, it was. Now, is it, was it a very show good. or is it a series or what is it? It I is mean a, movie or? a series, and it goes through all these different people that have committed certain heists, certain, you know, mm. uh, and they've gotten away with it. Uh, the first one was this young girl, very young girl, twenty-one, who was with an older man, and they uh, Stephanie and David talked about it a little bit, but it was uh, they they uh, she got away with quite a bit of money stolen from uh, one of those security, you know, those people who transport mm-hmm. money. Um, she, she, for a long, long time and eventually turned herself in and uh, it was pretty cool. It's pretty interesting uh, the way they do it. Huh. That's yeah. cool. There's actors that portray them. Um, this particular woman did not want to be on camera. So an actor right. portrayed her. You don't realize that till the end, but uh, that's a spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh, a German TV reporter has apologized for making herself look more authentic at a flood site. The reporter was recorded spreading dirt on her clothes and face before reporting from the site. She said she was embarrassed to stand in front of relief workers with clean clothes. She wrote on social media, as a journalist, this should never have happened to me. A person who takes the suffering of all those affected to heart, it has happened to me. I'm sorry. After I had already helped privately in the the region in previous days. I was ashamed to stand in front of the camera and clean clothes in front of the other relief workers as a result. Without thinking twice, I smeared mud on my clothes. The video apparently shows her also putting the dirt on her face. Hmm. Just trying to kind of like, hey, I help, I'm out here helping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last thing, while showing off his gun in a Florida bar, a man shot himself by accident. The man can be seen on surveillance video shooting, showing his gun to customers at O'Reilly's Uptown Tavern in Pensacola before making a quick motion as if putting it into a pretend holster below his shoulder when he did the gun discharge and a bullet hit the man's torso. Oh, my gosh. The man immediately left the bar and checked himself into a hospital. I bet he did. Hey, Jason. Yeah. What do you like on your tacos? Mm. Hang on. Let's play this. Let's play this music out. It's kind of chaotic, that music. Um, <laughs> I like lots of different things. I'll put a lot of different things. What do you start things. with? What's your base? Beans and uh, usually the beans and the meat. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put, uh, if I have them, I'll put jalapenos on there if I have them. I if think I you don't, still do. I don't think I have them. Hmm. Uh, I'll put uh, pickles yeah, on them. Pickles. Dill this pickles. This is so weird. Yeah, I got that from uh, from the Mahers. You Our did. friends, the Mahers. They, yeah, first we went camping with them and I, they introduced me to it and I've never looked back. Uh, I do sour cream. I do tomato. Uh, sometimes I do olives. I don't do lettuce. Uh, I like to put a salsa or anything else. If there's like, if there's, if there's an avocado, if there's an avocado, I'll throw that on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, if there's guacamole, I'll put that in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but salsa and hot sauce and sour cream and cheese. I'll put cheese. Cheese is the very top. Yeah. It's very interesting. Your topics are very interesting. My my top, your top. Topics? Toppings. Yeah. Toppings. Thank you, because my topics are pretty good, too, on this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's move on. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're going to get yourself some entertainment news. But I am very hungry, and I would like some tacos now. I know. It's going to be... That's that's the that's gonna be the title tacos. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm super excited about this. Michael C. Hall, mm-hmm. serial killer Dexter Morgan, yes. has known since Showtime serial killer drama Dexter ended that a return to the character was a possibility. Instead of being killed off in the end, he only faked his death, leaving his young son with another killer and hiding out as a lumberjack. Now a sneak preview trailer for the 10-episode revival continuation series has been released. Dexter, it's called New Blood, will premiere November 7th. We don't have Showtime, so we're not going to be able to watch it, unfortunately. We might get Showtime just to watch that series. Um, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the amount of time that has passed in real life equals the amount of time passed for Dexter when the show picks things up back up with him. 
Gotcha. Uh, another uh, a TikTok user posted a video to his account, which claims to show how to get free French fries from McDonald's. The video has sparked a debate about what McDonald's actual policy is when it comes to French fries. Orlando Johnson posted the video to his TikTok last week. In the video, Johnson reveals how his friend was able to get a free refill mm. on his French fries by simply going up to the counter and asking for a refill on his fries. The footage does not actually show him asking for a refill. However, in the comments, some users claimed it was simply McDonald's policy to give refills on large fries. Mm. Others, however, had a different take. One user uh, wrote, as someone who works in fast food, just be nice and will probably do it if the manager isn't there. Mm. Several other users echoed uh, this sentiment. In another video, Johnson asked the workers at the counter for free refills on McNuggets. Unfortunately, this request was denied, but it wasn't actually de denied because I watched the video and the guy gave him two Happy Meals. And in those Happy Meals was fries and nuggets. Mm. So he did actually get it. Interesting. And lastly, Jason, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Old opened at number one at the weekend box office with mm. $16.5 in ticket sales. That's that weird island one where they yeah. grow old every hour. Yeah. It looks so crazy. Not interested. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe's Origin opened in second. One year ago this week, theaters were still shut down. Five years ago this week, Star Trek Beyond. Ten years ago this week, Captain America, the first Avenger. And 20 years ago this week, Jurassic Park, number three. Mm. Nice. Hey, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. Question is this, Mindy posted it on the socials. It does sound similar to a question we've asked probably before, uh, but we are doing it in a different way now where we, we're just going off these cards, we're pulling a card and that's that. So if it's a repeat of something we may have done similar, we apologize, but uh, this is the question. If you could have a conversation with a deceased friend or relative, who would you choose, Mindy? I think I know your answer, but go for it. You you do know my answer, but and I have said that before, which is my brother. But I'm going to pick something different because uh, lately I've, I've been just really wanting conversations with my grandmothers. Interesting. And they're both passed, and I just think that would be really cool just to sit down with both of them one more time mm -hmm. and have a great conversation. I would ask them so many things about things that, you know, like some of the – the recipes they did and how they did them and like just things like when they grew up and what it was like. And I don't know, I would pay more attention to the details. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I, I would choose my grand grandpa Bailey. Uh, didn't, I, he's probably the grand grandpa I spent the most amount of time with. Um, both, both grandparents, both grandpas are, are past. What did he call you? Uh, horse face. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Why did he call you horse face? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. I don't know. Yeah, but right. he did. Horse face. So what? Uh, you know, I mean, I took it. I took it like a champ. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, w I would like to talk to him. You know, I really would. That would be a good conversation, I think. Uh, get, get a few. Uh, ask him that. Yeah, why'd you call me horse face? Exactly. So unfortunate that he's gone. Um, you know, he, he kind of, he lived longer than my other grandfather. Uh, but, but yeah, he, he would be interesting. I would enjoy a conversation with him. So that's my answer. My grandfather, grandpa nice. Bailey. That's my mom's dad. Okay. Yeah. Angie said, I feel like we had this one before, but I would say Brandon, which is, yes, that's my sister. That's her brother. Yep. Kelly uh, Benhart, which is a high school friend of mine, she said, uh, relative, my mom, friend, Lori Morehouse and Ron Dickey. And our first, uh, he was, I guess, our first class death. Can't remember his name. Oh, 
and Joe Esparza. Those three people, especially Lori Morehouse, I remember I did not know any of these people were gone. Mm, wow. Yeah. Um, oh, she remembered it. Price Nielsen, but I don't really remember that. Mm. They're all gone now. That was, that was a surprise to me. And then Jessica said, my grandpa. Tina said, my parents. If only one, probably my mom, since she's been gone longer. Dino said, What's, what difference does it make? The conversation will still be the same. They're all dead. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Dino, play along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve said, my mother. And I met Steve's mother. He was another high school friend. And she was a very nice lady. Rodney Squires, I hate talking to dead people. They are just very boring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good one. Good joke. <laughs> uh, Beatrice Clark, uh, who was a coworker I worked with, she said, Miss Claudette, she's gone now. She was a, a an older lady, but she was so very cool. Miss mm. Claudette. Yeah, we call her Miss Claudette. She was an old black lady. She had a lot of wisdom. She worked extremely hard, and she was just the kindest person, and she's gone now. Interesting. Aaron said, my mom. Richard uh, said, I would love to talk and love my granddaughter. She was born a month ago and was stillborn. Oh, that's yeah. sad. Yeah, I did not know that as well. Hmm. Stephanie said, Jesus, yep, say something. Well, what, what, <laughs> what are you threatening me? I'll say something. Yeah, go ahead and talk to Jesus if you want. Yeah. And then uh, my mom said, of course, Brandon. Yeah. And that is everything. All right. Well, thank you very much for participating, y'all Z's. This is our second show in a row where we have not gone live. We apologize. This week we will not be live as well. We're going to pre-record this week's show. Um, this is technically last week's <laughs> on Saturday. A question of podcast for listener participation for the next show, which Mindy better post it quick I to will get responses. Tonight. Uh, is what's the worst gift you've ever received and ever given? Ooh, Ooh. boy, I'm gonna have Ooh, to that's think on tough. that one. I can think of the things received, but I give pretty good gifts. I do too, but I. Oh, I got one though. I yeah, got, maybe I got, one. I got one. So that's good. All right, so I'll give this to Mindy. Uh huh. Thank you. She will post thank it. You. Uh, you can respond after Mindy posts it, and we will share it on the podcast. And that's it, Mindy. What are you sharing? I'm sharing a doctor's six-step routine for an awesome day. Okay, six-step routine. Yeah, his name is Ali Abdal. Okay, that doesn't. He is a junior doctor in the UK who shares tips and life hacks on YouTube and his podcast. I have to check him out. And in one recent video, he explains why he's never tired. The secret mm. is a six-step routine meant to give him the best sleep possible. Interesting. I, I think I'm going to try some of these. Okay. Because I have a tough time sleeping. Let's hear it. No caffeine after 2 p.m. Now, I'm going to further that yeah. and say no caffeine after 12 it simply takes too long to leave your bloodstream and, and it can impact your quality of sleep. I agree with that. The next one is no phone before bed. That's Mindy. A, I know I'm horrible at this. Abdal leaves it all the way across his room charging and reads instead for the 20 minutes before going to sleep. I think I might have to do that. I may have to plug it in across the room so I don't touch it and then read. Just read. I, I rarely look at my phone before bed, but... It, we both do sometimes. I rare, It's rare for me. I usually go straight to bed, typically. <clears throat> uh, maybe one or two times a, a week, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm horrible at it. The next one is fall asleep in two minutes, and this is how he does it. He has a process in which he relaxes all of his facial mus muscles, then mm. leg muscles, and yeah. on and on as needed. But he says he usually is asleep by the time he gets to his legs. Mm. Not working. Mayo Clinic says that if you have worries on your mind, it's best to write them down to get them off your mind before trying to fall asleep. That's pretty good. And uh, blackout curtains. Uh, Adol says they are one of the most bang for your buck things you can do to massively increase the quality of your sleep. I cannot stand light in a room when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, we... 
still have we have a street light pretty pretty close to the uh, to our uh, the front of our house and uh, it's still we get some light bleeding yeah. into the room yeah we do optimal temperature studies have shown the best temperature for sleep is far below room temperature at 66.2 degrees fahrenheit due to the body's core temperature dropping as we sleep so Basically, he makes sure his room is at that temperature. It ain't going to happen for us. That would be really cool, though, to have a, a thermostat separate for your room. Yeah. So that you could dial it down at night because I'm always hot. I prefer to sleep cooler. Me too. I and, sleep better in the winter. Yeah. And if I'm cooler, then I, it just makes the blanket easier to use. Agree. Summer, I can't stand that's, it. That's a good point. Sleeping cooler. Yeah. Physical alarm clock, last one. This makes it harder for him to snooze or turn off the alarm he used to have set on his phone when he wakes up in the morning. So physical. Oh, like an actual like alarm an actual clock. alarm clock, like we used to have. Yeah. That I don't way, know. The, I don't know. That one. Not, that one's not the best one, but I think it is for me because I use my phone. Yeah. All the time before I go to bed, and I think. Maybe I should go back to a regular alarm clock. No, I'm good with my phone, and especially if you've got it across the room. It's you know, if 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 you have trouble snoozing, then having your phone across the room as your alarm is a good thing because you got to get, get up, up to go yeah. get it. Um, but uh, those are good tips. Those yeah, are really good tips. I I agree with a lot of them uh, for sure. All right, well, let's uh, move on to fun facts. <laughs> My first fun fact is this, Mindy. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, has more mini golf courses per square mile than any other area in the U.S. Uh, and it's not, and it's not golf courses. It's mini golf courses. I think I've can remember seeing quite a few of them. Did you? Mm-hmm. I've been there. We should maybe mini golf when we're in Florida. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I would like that. Okay, so the town of Rukan. Norway installed 50 square meters of mirrors on a mountain so they can get some sun in the winter. The project costs $850,000 and uses computer-powered mirrors that shift every 10 seconds to track the sun during the day. That's interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, The average person goes through almost seven quarts of air every minute. Seven quarts of air. Wow. I don't know how you... Bottle it and know and measure it. Right, that's that's pretty weird when I hear studies like that. Yeah. The mansion used on ABC's reality TV series, The Bachelor, is owned and lived in by a family. The family moves out and takes their furniture with them two times a year for 42 days of filming. It's also available to rent on Airbnb and it is over 200 years old. Wow, that's pretty cool. Got quite the gig, don't they? Yeah, they get I'm paid sure a lot ABC for that. pays them a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, fun facts in the books. All right, let's get into dental hygiene, Mindy. You just went to I the just dentist. Went to the dentist. Mm-hmm. When's your appointment? Uh, you said it for me. Oh, twenty yeah. something. Yeah, it's coming. I don't remember, and I probably will forget. I, I got it. In fact, I. Haven't received anything from the, the the Bianca who cuts my hair. I'm gonna have to go somewhere else probably. I want to get my hair cut. Mm-hmm. Were not they going so. to Texas or something? They live in Rosemond. They moved to Rosemond. Uh, she lived right up the street, which was nice. It's in Rosemond now. I really don't want to drive to Rosemond, uh, but yeah, they they do have a place in Texas, and uh, they're in a couple of years going to be moving there. And she's going to retire there. It's going to be great for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, As the old saying goes, ignore your teeth and they'll go away. (laughs) Uh, Here here are some helpful hints for keeping that smile bright and healthy for years to come. First thing, maintaining an entire mouthful of 32 healthy teeth can can be a daunting task. Instead, just focus on 10 or 12 of your favorites. It's a good way of doing it. Hopefully the front ones. 
Yeah, just 10 or 12. Like, oh, pick them. You just pick the ones that you like. Okay. And you'll focus on those. That's not going to happen. Uh, toothbrush technology has made remarkable leaps in recent years. Select a toothbrush so advanced you have no clue how to use it. That's a good tip. <laughs> Are these just like weird tips, huh? It's a, re- it's a really good tip, I think. But they are actually, it's got some truth to that. Have Does you seen it? some of the toothbrushes they have out now? They're pretty They, tech- they are pretty advanced. Pretty it's, technological. There is some truth to this. Yeah. Um, if while flossing your gums begin to bleed, give them at least six months to heal before attempting to floss again. Uh- To reduce wear and tear on your teeth, stick to soft foods like pudding and frosting. (laughs) Brush in the morning and before bed, uh, as well as before and after every meal. Quit your job, if necessary, to be able to do that. Brushing should always be done up and down, not with violent stabbing motions. I'd have a little lunchtime dick. Okay. Huh? Wow. Mindy, the Egg McMuffin is 50. (laughs) Yes. Happy 50th Egg McMuffin. You Uh, like a plain Egg McMuffin. I got to have some sausage on it. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I'd have a little lunchtime dick. No huh? sausage. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday to it. Yeah, I do like the plane. Uh, I actually will take the ham off of it on occasion. Uh, let's see. The late Herb Peterson created the egg McMuffin breakfast sandwich out of frustration 50 years ago. He was so hungry for breakfast, but McDonald's restaurants didn't open until 11 a.m. Peterson was a newly minted McDonald's restaurant operator in 1971 and figured he wasn't the only McDonald's fan who was hungry before 11 a.m. So he asked a local blacksmith to make an egg ring to keep the fried egg round and tidy for a handheld sandwich. (laughs) Peterson concocted the meal in his McDonald's restaurant in Santa Barbara, California. Mm. Uh, and asked Ray Kroc, McDonald's founder and Peterson and Peterson's close friend to give it a, a look the next time Kroc dropped by. Peterson set up a display and won over Kroc. The sandwich was originally served open-faced along with a small tub of strawberry preserves and a knife. Really? The sweet and savory approach did not catch on, at least in the USA. The first McDonald's corporate authorized egg McMuffin was served at the Belleville, New Jersey McDonald's in 1972. I would have loved this little strawberry preserve. Well, that would be really good. Is that more of an English thing? Uh, they like sweet stuff, you know? Well, I know they eat like crumpets and... That's pretty much an English muffin. Yeah. Crumpet is. And with some jam, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But then but Carol but, could tell us. But then had this had egg on it. So that's a little odd, right? With the jam and the egg and and the, the modern day Yeah, Mc, and I don't McMuffin think I want is, that on my egg McMuffin. Yeah, the modern day egg McMuffin is uh it's, gotta be it's pretty salty. good. It's pretty good. Uh, let's get into this. Mindy, attendance at these declines 21% during the summer months. One one more time. Attendance at these declines 21% during the summer months. 21%. So just a hint, it's something we don't do Um, and, and never have. Baseball games? No, they pick up. Okay. I guarantee that because that's when baseball is happening. Yeah, that's probably not. I was thinking because it's too hot, but um, but I mean, you're you're you're. That's it's a good guess. Uh, it's not in the ballpark. <laughs> Get it? Pun. Um, but yeah, we don't go to these. It's a, something you do on the weekend. Huh. Something you do on the weekend. Is it sports? 
It's not sports. Mm. Picnics? That's pretty good, but I would say picnics probably increase 21% yeah, or a, more than that. That's a summer thing, In too. the summer, yeah. You don't in want to parks. do it in the winter. Well, geez. Um, one uh, more guess. One uh, more let guess. me see if I can give you a hint that doesn't give it away. I'm not doing good on this one. This is a tricky one. Uh, Ice skating? <laughs> Ice skating. That's that's a good that's a good answer. I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> Ice skating is probably more like eighty percent, but no, it's church services. People during the summer are like you know what? Instead of praising praising the Lord, I'm gonna go to the beach on Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I know a lot of those people. I think your own folks are mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, they don't go as much during the summertime. summertime. All right. Uh, here's your random question, Jason. Okay. Is there actually a present moment if that moment passes in an instant? Yeah, it's a weird question because is there a present moment? Um, no, it's, a, it's moving. It's always moving. So I, I I mean technically there isn't, but there also isn't a future or a past. But you could say there's always a present moment, because if the moment passes in an instant, it's I still mean, a present moment. It's def. There is definitely a present moment, but it's so fucking fast. Yeah. Because it already becomes the past. Hmm. In the future, you'll feel a present moment, but as soon as it comes, it's going to be the past. But really, the truth is, is all there is is the present moment. Mm, I see where you're going I, with that. If, if, if there's nothing else but the present moment, because there, there, the, you you can't live in the past, right? And you can't live in and the you future. can't live in the future. You can only live right now. And I think that's where I was going with it. Isn't it always a present moment if you're present? It, 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 you're, no matter if you're aware of it, focused on it or not, it's all that, that is, mm-hmm. it literally is all that is, but m- most of us, including myself, even though I've been a teacher and have taught some of this stuff, we don't live, we don't, we're living in it, but in our head, we're not, we're thinking about the future. We're worried the, about yeah, the future. Yeah. We reminisce about the past mistakes that we made. Um, we're but rarely in the present. We're, we're rarely actually fully aware of the pre- living, hundred percent in the present moment. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're usually always drifting in and out of our own head. Really, we're. It's weird because we're living in it, but we're not. I guess we're not embracing it fully. We're not uh, completely conscious, maximizing its potential. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I feel the same way because there are a lot of times that I wished I would stay in it for just a little longer. Because you're right, you're always chasing it. Well, in it, I mean, if you if you if you're practicing, and 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 I know this because I've you know I've practiced this stuff, and I've I've been been a person that's really focused on being aware. In it, there is no there's no. This is a great conversation because it's reminding me to really get back there. In the present moment, there's no fear, there's no pressure, there's no, none of that stuff exists. The, the, all the fear, the pressure, all that stuff only exists, you know, in our head, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but, but in the safety of the present moment, there's, uh, well, I wouldn't say safety, but in, in what is the present moment that none of that stuff exists. And don't, when you think of the present moment, don't you feel like sort of a, an overwhelming sense of calmness. Yeah, I think if you're if you're really aware of it, now that doesn't mean that that in it there's not uh, there's not reasons to be afraid. If you're in the present moment and you know you're on a train and that train's about to crash, mm-hmm. you know the present moment's pretty scary. Um, but but I still think you could it's all even there find is. peace. Even when that's happening. Typically, people in tra- traumatic situations. I remember when I was in the 1994 earthquake, uh, Northridge earthquake, and I felt I felt this 
after it had happened, I, it literally happened when I was about to get into a truck to start unloading the truck, working for UPS. And, uh, it, it shook me off the ladder. I was about to climb under and I, I did the thing that, you know, we all, that we're all taught to do. I, I stayed underneath the grate. I didn't want to run around. I didn't want to run out and try to exit and, and get hit by something that may have been falling. Um, so I kind of, kind of sheltered in place underneath these really strong grates that we walked on. Right. Mm. Um, and, and I waited it out. Uh, it was scary, but you know, when I was, I was really calm. Like that's, that's weirdly when tragic things happen like that, we, we, we come in contact with the present moment. I, I I have to agree because, um, thinking of when the guy came in our backyard, it was an out of body weird. Yeah. There's nothing experience. else but it. Yeah. But yeah. yet when, when there's not, none of that is happening, then we're not in the moment. We're all, we're thinking about this and thinking about that. And I'm, I'm a hundred percent guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. So I'm not sitting here as a, a preaching being the present moment. I, I would love to learn how to be more skilled at that. Cause Me I think too. I'd have less fear. I'd have less, I would be less reactive, all of those things. So, but yeah, I do believe there is a present moment for sure. That's all there is. Tacos. Mm, it sounds so good. I'm not in the present moment right now because I'm I thinking know. about I'm fucking thinking tacos. About tacos. I know. It's hard to think. About, it's hard to think about anything else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, let's get into this. My inspirational word for the day is battles. Mm. Battles. Battles. Life battles. Battles. Be selective with your battles. Sometimes peace is better than being right. Mindy's talking about <laughs> this morning. Are you going to share your story? Yeah, why not? I'll share it. All right. Go ahead. So uh, I've been struggling a little bit. I'm taking on a new uh, thing at work. I am not emotionally intelligent. I try to be. I'm not. I know I'm not. Uh, it, it's. I struggle with this stuff all the time. Uh, I, I get... Uh, I try to approach my job with no emotion um, mm -hmm. because it's there's a lot of pressure that comes with it and it, it can really topple you if you don't. But I, I, I've, I eventually just end up still getting swept away in it. You know, it's hard not to, you know, when everybody's coming at you, this is hot, this is hot, this is hot, this is hot. You just kind of go, you just throw your hands in the air, you know, mm. So, but it's what's been affecting me. And unfortunately, it's been leaking into a lot of the things that I do. Uh, and so I'm playing tennis and typically I'm, I'm, I get frustrated with sports cause I'm competitive like that. But today for some reason was exceptional. I was getting really irritated. Um, and, and, and I know it's more than just tennis, right? Yeah. Uh, so I had a rough moment playing and then I worked through that and we moved on to another set. I was one particular set. I just was frustrated, really frustrated. We moved on. I was fine. I washed it off. Uh, him and I are playing and, and uh, my, my buddy and we get done with it. I beat, I, I won this particular game and he's like, okay, it's, it's two, two. And I'm like two, two, it's, it's three, one. I have three, you have one. And then he's, he's like, no, 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 you lost your serve. I was like, no, I didn't lose my serve. So yeah, you lost your serve. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do this. I'm out. <laughs> he just left him. And we got into a little bit of a, and we were packing up because our stuff was right next to each other. And he's like, no, it's, and I'm like, dude, it is not. You're tripping. I won the first, it's, it's three, one. And that's the shit that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the score is, no, you know? No, But, but it was I, about, it's like, no, no, it, it, it's about being right. You know? And then I just was like, you know what? I'm already having a rough morning. Let me just fucking go. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you about the score. Mm, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's not, you're right. It's not about being right. And later he, he apologized. Like he realized I, I it's, it was true, but it w wasn't the point. I was like, it's all good. Doesn't matter. Let's let it go. I was yeah, having a rough when week. You told me this story. I'm like, ah, oh, Jason, that's your friend. Yeah, like, I, I like him. He's a really good dude. Uh, he's a great guy. And I knew what it was about. Yeah. I, and, I, and I told him and I apologize. And he's like, and I said, it's water under the bridge. We'll start fresh Monday. Everything's fine. And yeah. he was like, cool. He's good. like, cause he doesn't like to leave things bad. He's, he's just a really good dude. Um, so well, yeah, well back to battles. Yeah. Sorry. Music. Emotional ended. intelligence is when you finally realize it's not all about you. Fuck. 
<laughs> and the more you love your decisions, the less you need others to love them. Yeah. You know, if you love own your, your choices. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. your choice. That's a great, those are great. And um, then the last one, emotional intelligence is also known as not being an asshole when dealing with others. Oh, be the person with emotional intelligence. I'm not that. And I, you know, that's probably part but of I my, think it's something we all strive to be. I know that, but I, I just get, I, it's when I do stuff like that, like I had another moment this week and I'm going to have, I'm going to apologize to my coworker because I was dealing with several different things and she comes up and she goes, I got another hot, I got a hot, it's called an AFR. I got a hot AFR for you to do. And I'm like, and I literally said, I don't care. You know, and this is someone that I really enjoy working with, but I don't give a fuck, you know, and, and, and that's emotion, but that's emotional intelligence. You go, okay, thank you. I'll work it or whatever. Yeah. You really just kind of go, oh, you just man. take it and you just, you compartmentalize. I'm not good at that. The, the, whatever it is. I, I, I'm, I, I want to be better at that. I, I want to work at that. And I know everything's in your life for a reason. Did we buy those books called the emotional intelligence? We didn't, but I fuck books. I've read, look at all these beautiful, amazing books. I've read <laughs> a book on the shelf called anger that I read 15 years ago. And here I am. <laughs> it's not the book. It's just about actually doing yeah, but Sometimes shit. the book can help guide certain scenarios that's all you're right you're right uh, and anyway that, well that is yeah, it that's it thank you mindy very much uh if you'd like to listen to us again you can do so on your favorite pod catcher we will not be live this wednesday we know that for sure we said we'd be live uh last wednesday but we weren't uh, and if you love what we do and want more of us you can check out our website lowtreestudios.com the links are provided in the show notes we'll also have another many other podcasts so check out our website uh, the difference between us is typically live during this week, it won't be this week. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if we can get a pre-record in. We may not. It may be completely dark this week. We'll let you know. Enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to the Jason Mini Podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. Fare thee well. Bye-bye.